Roll down tide. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, this is the Beer Garden presented by Oxford Crystal. Like to hear a little bit more conviction in your take, though. There was a lot of maybes, a lot of what ifs, a lot of questions. You need to just get on here. You need to fire and and put me in a position where I have to tell you that you're wrong. And now, here's your host, Neil McCready. Nice, nice. Welcome to another edition of The Beer Garden, presented by Oxford Crystal. I'm your host, Neil McCready. Today on the show, we have a little different kind of a show than we normally do. It's not going to be hardcore sports. We've been doing a lot of that. It's going to be a little more of a family-oriented show. You guys will like it. My daughters, Campbell and uh, Caroline, will be on the show, and we're going to be joined by Campbell's roommate and one of her very best friends, Parker Sheeran, will be with us live from Collierville, Tennessee. And uh, we're going to talk about how uh, the the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted everybody including college kids, including high school kids, what they're kind of thinking as um, this thing unfolds. They are, uh, they're awfully young, probably too young to completely realize that they are living history, but they've probably been told a thousand times by parents and grandparents, but it's true. Years and years from now, when they are grandmothers, they are going to be telling their grandkids about 2020. It's going to be... Uh, so many books and movies and stuff written about this time, which is just to this day just remains mind boggling. So we'll get to that in just a minute. First, let me tell you about the Oxford Crystal. It's Highway 6 West in Oxford. It's right next door to the Oxford Exxon. Tell you all the time. You can go fill up at both places right there. A few steps away, you can fill up at the Oxford Exxon. We would, uh, we would certainly appreciate that. And then uh, you can fill up. At the Oxford Crystal. I know that it's weird times right now, but the drive-thru is open at the Oxford Crystal. They also have delivery with Grubhub, Uber Eats. Um, They've got uh, Waiter and DoorDash as well. So whatever app you use, whichever in your area, whichever one works for you, your local Crystal is uh, ready to serve you. They've got all sorts of stuff going right now. They've got the $1 new Crystal Catch Hush Puppy Battered Fish. They've got the fresh cracked egg biscuits, bacon, egg, and cheese, sausage, egg, and cheese. They also have the scrambler breakfast bowls, bacon, sausage, cheese, grits, all that stuff to get your day started at the Oxford Crystal. Again, drive through open and delivery options as well. I'm coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He's going to send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. You can certainly use it as a baseline moving forward. The next time you're in the car market, or you can do what I've done. Campbell drives a uh, Clark Ford. I drive a Clark Ford. You'll love Clark Ford. What you'll get with Clark Ford is a level of service that you really just don't get from your typical car dealer. Corey always talks about wanting to be your car guy. Wanting to be your truck guy. People say, what does that mean? Call the number. You'll start to find out. 662-257-1900. We're also brought to you by LB's Meat Market in Oxford. It is right across the street from Kroger. And unlike Kroger, which sometimes you can go into Kroger and the meats are gone, at LB's, the meats are never gone. Greg was telling me just the other day, I'm not going to run out of hamburger meat. He's got more than hamburger meat, too. He's got chicken, pork, incredible sausage selection, uh, great beef, 
brisket, pulled pork, uh, everything you could be wanting. Uh, we've had a couple of nights here just since the whole pandemic thing started where we didn't want to cook, but people do want to eat. We've uh, we've done the meatloaf. We've done the uh, hash brown casserole. We've done... Um, I've gotten a big pork shoulder that I put on the big green egg. We've done the Denver steaks. There's just so much there. If you're a little worried and you just don't want to walk into a store, I understand. It's cool. You uh, you can call in. It's 662-259-2999. Tell Greg Jones what you want. You can uh, have a conversation with him. He'll get your order all packaged up. You can pay over the phone with your credit card, and when you pull in, they'll bring it out to you. You don't have to have any contact. You don't have to have that. You can keep that peace of mind of, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm following the stay-at-home orders, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm getting some fresh stuff. But if you want to go in and browse a little, I walked in just yesterday. I had my mask on. I did the finger gun thing, and I said, give me all your sausages. We had a good laugh, and then we got some stuff at uh, at LB's. So he's got uh, fresh fish, too, a lot of uh, salmon, redfish, tuna, whatever you're looking for to break up the monotony of the pandemic days. They've got it at LB's Meat Market. Again, 662-259-2999. It's right across the street from um, Kroger in Oxford. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Community Mortgage. It's located in Oxford, Memphis, DeSoto County, and Chattanooga. It's more than 30 years old. It's one of the oldest mortgage companies in the Southeast. All of the underwriting and the processing is done in Memphis, so you know you're getting local underwriting that understands your market. It's also the leader in condo financing in the Oxford market. So get in touch with Jason Lowe and ask about Community Mortgage's float down option, which allows you to lock in the current rate. But if rates go down before you close and the way the markets are going now, they just might, you can get the lower rate. It's JLo, not that JLo, it's different JLo. J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Again, J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Uh, Campbell, Parker, welcome into the show. How are you all? Good. Good. Excited. (laughs) Yes, I know. Excited. So uh, it's about a month ago. uh, We were. I was in Fayetteville. Uh, Your your dad, Robert, was in Fayetteville. We did not intend to be in Fayetteville on that day. Uh, Frankly, I did not want to be in Fayetteville on that day. Not because I didn't want to see you guys, but because I knew what it meant and I knew how sad it was and depressing it was. I probably know Campbell's story a little bit because I've written about it. But Parker, what about you? When did when did the whole COVID nineteen thing pop up on your radar to the point that you thought this is this is going to impact me? Um. Okay. So, well, I guess the first time because I mean, I like I pay attention to the news. I I like to know what's going on in the world. But the first time I kind of like was like, okay, this actually might turn into something was the end of January. My dad and mom, my whole family, they came up uh, to Fayetteville for sorority initiation. And my dad brought me a box of masks and gloves. And I was like, I don't need that. Like, what are you're crazy? And it was kind of like a not a joke, but it was kind of I laughed about it. He laughed about it, whatever. For, for listeners, real and, quick, not to interrupt. For listeners, real quick, oh, you're good. You, your dad Robert travels to uh, to Europe uh, quite yes. a bit, you know. So he yeah. he's more aware probably of, of global stuff maybe than than your yes. average person because he's over there a good bit. Yes, and um, so I was like, okay, whatever. And I guess the end of February, several of my teachers started talking. They're like, "This is what we this is what we're gonna do if." for some reason we have to go online and they kind of started putting it on our radar but I still I mean I was 
enjoying my second semester. I was like, whatever, I don't need to worry about this. And really, like, the first time I was like, okay, this actually might be a big deal was the weekend. I guess it was, like, March, the first weekend of March, and everything was kind of like people were kind of taking it more seriously. And then that Thursday is when they emailed us and they're like, classes are online for the rest of the semester. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is for real. Yeah, that was the day, Campbell, that you had come home. You were you were planning Caroline's birthday party and i told you before you came i'm like hey you might want to pack for a couple of weeks and you were like oh come on no i was like pretty i was i remember being in the room with parker and i was like packing and i was like i don't even know what to pack and she was like you might want to pack for three weeks just in case and i was like nah like i'll be i'll come back on monday but sure enough seven hours later i was (laughs) my semester was canceled (laughs) yeah that was a yeah that was a devastating day. I, what, I, what I remember about that uh, was, I guess it hit me. It, it hit me about a week before because I can remember telling Laura, my wife, Campbell's mom, that I'm like, this thing's real. This this thing this thing's gonna mess stuff up. And and we were we were just kind of starting to really get a grasp of just how much it might mess it up. And I was driving to Nashville for the SEC tournament because Ole Miss and Georgia were supposed to play, or they did play, the first game of the SEC tournament. It was the two games on that Wednesday night were uh, Ole Miss and Georgia and then Arkansas-Vanderbilt. And the only reason I was going was because that was going to be the one game where the locker rooms were open after the game, and I was going to be able to go in and in one 15-minute period in the Ole Miss locker room get every kind of story that I needed. There were five or six guys I really needed to talk to that in a conventional setting I wouldn't get to talk to. And I'm driving up to Nashville, and I'm listening to different radio, but I was listening to a lot of CNN radio and stuff, and it was really kind of somber. And I can remember just kind of the closer I got to Nashville, the more I kept saying to myself, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. And someone called me and said, hey, just FYI, they just announced that the locker rooms are not going to be open. And I pulled over. I was about 50 minutes from Nashville, and I pulled over at this convenience store. I went ahead and got gas, and I'm doing – I realize how paranoid I'm being at that point about hand sanitizer. And something told me, go home. And I went home. And that next night was the night that everybody talks about. I watched the Ole Miss-Georgia game on television. And at halftime, Georgia had – they were pretty much in control of the game. It was pretty obvious that that they were going to win. And my season-ending column, you know, the Ole Ole Miss lost and here's where the season went wrong and all that stuff was basically written. I had to fill in a couple of lines. But I flipped to the Oklahoma City Thunder Utah Jazz game in Oklahoma City right as it was to start, which of course was that moment that Rudy Gobert found out that he had tested positive for uh, coronavirus. And as a sports writer, and I've talked to your dad about this, Parker, as a sports writer, I realized right then it's all over. Everything's over. And I talked to someone that night in Nashville who said, hey, they're saying they're playing these games tomorrow, but they're not. And the SEC had already announced no fans in the stands like uh, as Caroline you know who's pretty dance crazy had said the rebelettes have been told to go home after this game because even if Ole Miss wins they won't be allowed in the arena the next day and I remember thinking and I just didn't say it but I thought no one's going to be allowed in that arena the next day and sure enough no one those games weren't played and and no games have been played since then it, it's just um 
when you when that happened, Campbell, on Thursday, were you still thinking? What we mean, well, I guess when you on your way down here, at what point did you realize, hey, this is well, this I, is devastating. I was I went through the tunnel. You're going out of Fayetteville. It was I was probably like. 35, 40 minutes out of Fayetteville, so not far at all. I could have easily turned around. I don't know why I didn't, but um, I, I was on the phone with my mom for about 30 minutes, and then I got a text. I don't know from who, but I remember I got a text about Ole Miss and how they were considering online school, and they were announcing it within the next 30 minutes or so. And so eventually they announced that they're switched to online, so I called two of my friends that go to Ole Miss that I went to high school with and um they they had not even heard it before I did and like 15 minutes after that they they got an email that they're online until further notice which I mean I I figured as much the whole semester so I I don't really know why I didn't turn around I just Arkansas had not said anything and I remember the day before I went to the Starbucks on campus with one of my friends that's um, a sophomore at Arkansas and she is from Oxford and I was like listing all I was telling her all the schools that have switched to online and how they're all going home and we were just like like we did we were just in such denial like I just I did not want to go home so I was just trying to trick myself that maybe you know Arkansas was just going to hold out for two more weeks a week we all well me and Parker were talking and we just thought that they'd maybe try to get us at least through spring break because our spring break was a whole two weeks after Ole Miss, Mississippi State, yeah, Alabama, all those schools. So we figured we'd go back for five more days then go home. I remember being mad at myself that day, all day, because I started to call you on Wednesday night and no one told me not to. I didn't do it. I knew you'd get upset. You'd get emotional. You were excited about coming back, and you had a party planned for Caroline. But I, I wanted to call you and say, you're not coming home tomorrow. I'm just telling you, I'm going to be up there this weekend to move you out. Enjoy your friends. Get your stuff together. Yeah. But I knew you'd get mad, and I knew you'd get emotional, well, and I understood that. But I, I, to this day, I wish I had called and said, I don't do this much, yeah. but you're not driving home today. I wish. I mean, I wish someone would have, because I drove all the way home on Thursday, yeah. the most emotional day uh, night that when I got home on the 12th and then the 13th I woke up at 5 30 in the morning and drove to Fayetteville again Saturday I drove back home so it was just <laughs> yeah you drove like 18 hours in three <laughs> yeah. days. it was awful <laughs> and it was like me crying the whole way back and forth so so for both of you what's what has this been like I mean everybody I told Campbell this you know we were I, I guess one of those nights where it, this is literally one of those stories that impacts everyone on some level. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you see what it's done to the economy, and we see what it's done, obviously, with the loss of life, or uh, in, in, especially in New York right now, where it's just unbelievable. And and you know, this is you know, but we all, everybody thinks about things from their own perspective. You guys have gone from having this great freshman year and. Frankly, the fun part of your freshman year was still sort of ahead of you because you you didn't have, you know, being a pledge is fun, but being an active is more fun than being a pledge. Uh, the spring was coming up. The weather was going to get nice. You guys had endured all the cold and the wet and, and all of that stuff. Just what's it been like to, to I guess, to lose that? Um, well, the first, like... Well, I still get like really worked up sometimes, Parker knows, because I just immediately <laughs> text her. <laughs> but um, it's been emotional because we had spring break planned with like 
22 of our friends including not including us and then um we had like a row weekend which is like this concert weekend for greek life and then we had what else did we have parker do you know uh we had our formal oh we had our formal and then I, the that was the night before my birthday i was like so excited for, to be with my friends in fayetteville and that was dead day so we didn't have class like april was just going to be and we had two yeah, functions april coming was gonna up be so much fun yeah we had two functions in our formal so it was just all of that well before even school got canceled i'm pretty sure all of greek life all the functions got canceled the day before. yeah they were yeah they were canceled on wednesday so we were all worked so, up about row being canceled we were just so upset but we were holding out on spring break actually when we when me and parker said bye to four of our closer friends we were like okay we'll see y'all next week like for spring break <laughs> and <laughs> so we said bye yeah for, we we thought we were gonna still go on spring break and then yeah. we were like and yeah, then well and then we made a backup plan if spring break didn't happen we were like let's go to ellen grace's lake house we'll, we'll be able to go and then sure enough we were in quarantine like three days after yeah. that so. <laughs> so parker you lost something else too because you were training for the new york city half marathon i might not have the exact title of the of the race right but that's essentially what it was and yes that was yeah co- that was coming up what when so when you left when we left on that saturday you were supposed to have run oh like a week later or that or was it that weekend i was it was that weekend so i that saturday that i moved out i was supposed to be in new york so i was gonna run the half marathon i think it was it was the 15th so yeah so they canceled that tuesday so i i was telling someone i woke up tuesday morning and i was still running the half marathon in new york and then by thursday uh that was canceled and i was online for the rest of the semester so it's just like it went from like 100 to zero in yeah. less than 48 hours and i remember so. getting the snapchat i was i had gone to my spin, spin class with sarah and we had gotten out of our spin class and like 30 minutes into my spin class i got a snapchat from parker and it was her crying in the bathroom in <laughs> yeah. some building on campus because she found out her marathon got canceled yeah, I was I was pretty upset. Yeah, but. it was an emotional week. One of the yeah. things that you did that uh, that I, I I haven't even told anybody this. It kind of I've been randomly get I, as all of us have. I think we get randomly sort of choked up with this stuff because it's it's really profound. I mean, you know, I'm 50 years old, and this is the. I mean, I I put this up there with like 9/11, and uh, I remember the day the space shuttle Challenger blew up. I was a sophomore in high school. I mean, there's there's certain days in in your life, and this is a totally different thing because this is a period. The only thing that reminds me of this is is the fall, the the weeks after nine eleven. But that was different. You know, this is such unknown still. Um, when you, I guess I can't remember if it was Instagram. Or I guess it was Instagram. You got up on that Sunday in Memphis, which I think was kind of a wet day. And you got up and ran a half marathon <laughs> in Memphis, which I thought yeah. I thought it captured so much about your spirit, honestly. Well, thank you. Yeah, I um, I've been training for six weeks, so I was like, I'm not gonna let this training go to waste. And I was prepared to run a half marathon. I was ready for it, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And um, the New York like Road Runners Association that puts on the half marathon. They offered a virtual half marathon that was free to sign up for, so you could do it anywhere and then log your time online and see how you 
went up against everyone basically. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So my dad got up with me and he got a bike from some of our friends and followed me for 13.1 <laughs> miles on a bike with <laughs> some water and some snacks. And it was funny. So you did it but in less yeah. than two hours. That's a pretty good time. I did. Yes. I, it was, I, I've done a few other half marathons and it was my PR. So I don't know if it counts technically because it wasn't a, like a actual half marathon, but I'm, I'm counting it in my, in my world. You know, I was thinking about that because I've, I've run four marathons and I was thinking about the, the beginning of a marathon is always such, so packed with humanity. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 at, over the course of 26 miles or 13 miles or whatever, people kind of get off in their own spots but at the very beginning it's just packed with people and i thought i wonder when the next time someone has a marathon again i wonder when the next time someone feels safe running a marathon again you know and and, and that day will come i think it's going to come quicker than anybody thinks it does but today i was just thinking about that because this is uh, i guess back in was it 14 i ran big sur out in california right around this time of the year which was really cool and they put you on these buses and they take you out to uh uh, out on Highway 1, I guess about 18, 19 miles out from Monterey, and then you run back in, and, and, and it's really cool. The ocean's right there on your left, and it's beautiful, but I thought there's a lot of people that had been training for that, you know, and yeah. saved up money, and they, they made a hotel reservation and all this stuff, and they were going to go run a marathon and along the Pacific Ocean, and it was going to be this big, you know, personal highlight, and that got taken away and it's just you keep thinking all the time about the different things that get taken away from people mm-hmm. and it just the list just keeps going on and on yeah yeah for sure yeah um i was because i i guess around the sunday like a week before the actual half marathon i kind of was like okay is this is this gonna happen and um so i like, was looking at the instagram and all these people were like any word yet like i'm coming from england i'm coming from um california like i kind of need to know before like i keep keep up with my travel plans because all these people like you said had made travel plans and then all of a sudden they just get squashed and yeah so and our, like, i remember like parker you were throughout the we were because we were we were talking about it getting canceled like the week before all this yeah and you, i was like telling you i was like no i think they would cancel it by at latest monday yeah so like a Monday. Once, yeah once monday passed we were both like oh no you're going you're going like yeah. it's all fine and then everything got canceled within the span of 48 hours yeah. like life yeah. got can- completely canceled yeah. it was just it like it took like a whole like three weeks for me to comprehend that my freshman year was over just because it all happened just so like boom like it was over so for both of you what has and i'm gonna ask caroline about this in a little bit about with with high school but what has online school been like how challenging has online school been and and not just from your perspective but when you when you look at it like from the professors that are teaching you whether it's economics or theater or accounting or whatever Mm -hmm. they were not prepared to be online either this was not this was not what they signed up for either from just what from what you see from your experience and and I guess from talking to other people and then maybe even talking to your professors what has this been like how prepared was uh was Arkansas for it and I suspect that what you'll say about Arkansas applies to Ole Miss and Mississippi State Mm -hmm. and Tennessee and a lot of other places where nobody else was thinking about a global pandemic a few months ago either Um, yeah you can go first well um well it was 
weird because I had a microeconomics test the Wednesday after school got canceled, which all my other tests got moved into the week after spring break, which was two weeks after we got announced that we were online. So we had extra time to move home and like get adjusted, kind of figure this all out. But I had a test that literally that Wednesday, less than a week after I got home, three days after I got home. And it was awful. It was just the, first of all, all these people are on Wi-Fi streaming on Blackboard, which is the platform we use to do our assignments. And then hundreds of students are taking a test at a time. And we also had a time limit but he figured that it would be easier so he added 10 extra questions one of which had 25 parts to the question (laughs) so i didn't even get 75 percent through with my test and so i emailed him which i felt bad emailing him because i know he's trying to adjust but i just i didn't think it was right to schedule a test three days after a lot of us had to move hours away back home and kind of settle everything down and figure this all out and then me and parker are in pretty similar classes too and we had our accounting test pretty recently and even it was i think it was april 2nd yeah yeah it was last thursday and it was just probably the hardest (laughs) stuff ever taken it was just so hard and i had all a's this semester and i was so proud of it um i mean one of those classes is theater but i mean still (laughs) i mean i was working hard for my all a's and then now it's just that's that's gone yeah yeah um most of my professors they have been very good about it like emailing us figuring it out and um but one of my professors he he talks about it in class it's my microeconomics professor and he lives out in the middle of nowhere arkansas on a like a 400 acre like property and he didn't have wi-fi at his house and so he, they posted a picture on Instagram, the business building or the oh, business school that. did, and he had to get Wi-Fi installed at his house <laughs> because he didn't even have Wi-Fi to like upload the videos. So it's just kind of been interesting to see how the teachers are, because I mean, man, those teachers are working high school, elementary, college, they're all just putting in so much extra time. Oh, so yeah. yeah, but I definitely was not made for online school i there's a reason i was not homeschooled and i went to school with people every day and i am figuring that out yeah and i in high school i took three online classes actually i took online pe <laughs> and I took, yeah, that, 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 that I took, hardly counts but I took go ahead online economics and i took online earth and space science and I did it just to like get because I didn't want it. I didn't want to take PE, so I took it online through Ole Miss. I don't really. It, it was really dumb, but anyways, and I, I like absolutely hated it. And so now it's just I'm. Re, I told myself I'll never do an online class ever again, and here I am. So yeah. when you guys look forward right now, how do you? I guess we well, a couple things. How are you staying in contact with all of your friends when, you know, in, in the past you'd say, hey, in May you'd leave and say, hey, will see you in a couple of weeks. We'll get together here. We'll get together there. You, you don't realistically know that you can do that at this point. Um, I know in our house, Parker, we've kind of cracked down here recently about, hey, you guys really don't need to go some of the places you're going. And I hate doing that. Like I've, I have felt so guilty about really limiting Carson, you know, and he's 13. And so he doesn't have a car. He can't get out the way Campbell and Caroline can sometimes. And I've had to say a couple of times, you don't need to go to that. You don't need to go play with him. You don't know where they've been. I've felt bad about it. Um, 
I guess for both of you though, how are you, how are you kind of keeping in contact with all of these new friends that you made in Fayetteville over the course of the last six, seven, eight months? Uh, we zoom like that zoom conference, probably every two nights, every other night, yeah, something like that. that. We zoomed last night, yeah. probably for gosh, three hours, probably. three hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's hard cause me and, and like, yeah, like you said, it's hard to look forward to anything. Me and Parker are the closest ones apart from Oxford to Collierville. And then the closest one from both of us is in Searcy, Arkansas. And then the second closest is in New Orleans. So it's, we're all just kind of pretty spaced out. And one of, uh, one of them lives in near Houston. So it's just, it's going to be hard to get us together regardless, but this is just making it more difficult, but we just zoomed zoom snapchat and we download this new app called marco polo where you like yeah marco polo you record videos of yourself and they can go back and watch it i mean we we're very sarcastic and that's just kind of our humor so it's more of like a funny thing we do but it keeps us all updated are either of you nervous at all about august are you confident that august happens What's what's kind of your thought process? I mean, because I, I would think that your thoughts are pretty representative of of college kids all over the country. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, like we'll go back to school in August, maybe like a week later, if anything. But I I don't think it'll be like I think we're going back to school in the fall. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, I think we go back to school. Maybe they. <laughs> They limit some social events through like Greek life, through games, whatever, that way. And like not as many on-campus events, but I'd be pretty surprised. And also, I just, I don't even want to think about it. I don't either. (laughs) Like every time we we Snapchat or text about it, like Bobby's dad, my friend in New Orleans, me and Parker's friend in New Orleans, her dad is a coach at Tulane. The football coach. Yes. And he, um, Bobby started texting about it the other day about what their call was saying. And she was like, they're making plans. And I was just, I was just like, I think this is, they're all having to make plans. They have to be like as precautionary measures but that doesn't mean they're implementing the plans because I, t- I told them i was like you have to think that this we haven't even been a month into this really like the whole quarantine social distancing rules we have not been a month the no month- it's been what's today today's friday it's been it's yeah. been yeah it's been almost one month yeah. since the rudy mm-hmm. gobert night in so, oklahoma city yeah so you can't in a month we so much has happened and so much yeah. progress, I guess that's the word you'd use, has been made on this. But so you can't estimate what it's going to be like four months from now at all. And you can't, I mean, of course, they're going to cancel things and make plans for the for months ahead. But I mean, you have no idea how it's going to play out. So you guys are both young and fit and healthy. Assuming that you're right, and I think you are, that you get to go back to college is there any, for both of you, is there any part of you that will be nervous about gatherings, even if it's gatherings of young people? And then how will this, in your opinion, at least in the short term, change the way, if at all, that you live? I mean, will you be re- reluctant to hug people or will you carry more hand sanitizer than ever before? Will you? How, how do you think this has impacted you in terms of your behavior? I think that I, because I mean, I'm not like scared to go out and public right now but i think i'll definitely be more hesitant come august just because like i mean it's still the virus is still going to be out there like 
people are probably still going to be carriers. So you just never know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, football games will kind of be not like scary, but a little hesitant. Like, oh, there's thousands of people in this arena or like sorority functions, um, church, like restaurants. I think it's all I think it's going to completely change the way people hang out and yeah. gather and all that stuff. But mm. yeah, I mean, I, and I'm not a big hugger right now. So I think, <laughs> I think, I don't think, I mean, it's just an excuse for people not to hug not me, to which is what I like. The first time, me and Parker, the first time we said bye to each other, we <laughs> high-fived. Because <laughs> we both are not huggers. We did hug. I don't I think we hugged before Christmas break. And I remember I got, I, you were telling me to pack for three weeks before I left. And you were like, okay, well, I might not see you. <laughs> and we hugged, but I came back like 12 hours later. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think I saw some Facebook post. I don't know that there's Dr. Fauci said that we may never be able to shake hands again. <laughs> and. <laughs> So I saw all these jokes that it was going to be like when you greet people to like bow down to them or like do, or like do jazz hands or something like that. I thought that would be funny. But like that, that's something that I think is like so extreme. Like we'll never be able to hug again. We'll never be like that's so like sure maybe for like a well, while. You know, you know how I am about words like never and always. I don't like those words because those are those are such big, massive words that just yeah. are typically not applicable over the course of time. Uh-uh. I do think it will be a little while before I feel super comfortable shaking people's hands. Yeah. I think that'll come back. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that, I mean, I'm in the media, so if they play the games without fans, conceivably, I'd be allowed in. Now, I don't know if I'd have to be tested every time or how that works, but I've asked myself a few times, like if I'm out running or walking the dogs or something, how comfortable will I be in a press box with 15, 20, 30 other people for four hours? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they started doing like a whole like you got to check their temperature before you go into a building with a certain number of people. Like, I mean, that's something that I could see people start doing. Has for either for either of you has this changed, Parker? I was talking to your dad about this. I can't remember the yesterday, the day before yesterday. I don't know. The days all run together. Um, Has this for either of you changed your? thought process not your plans necessarily but have you have you had a kind of a voila moment where you're like you know what there might be some opportunities in this field or that field that weren't there before like i know that i've read a lot of people talking about we've had a lot of supply chain stuff exposed that there's going to be a lot of people that are that are going to get into the the business of trying to fix supply chain stuff so that we don't have some shortages and things like that you guys are both at one of the top public business schools in the country does this has this changed maybe what you've thought about what you want to do um i well i've kind of been interested in supply chain from the get-go but now kind of like looking at it and how much the supply chain has been disrupted and how it is kind of like messed up i think it would be cool to help fix it one day or I don't know, but I still, I still have no idea what I want to do yeah, with my life. So I have, I have no idea. I'm currently my major is exploring business. So yeah, that, that's fine. Too. It literally <laughs> so, says exploring. Yeah, yeah, business. yeah, I have no idea, and we're both taking supply chain management next semester. Yeah. So, and I think that. It, covid will be a, like a big topic yeah in that class oh now. yeah it'll, for sure it'll be a fun like a fun time to take that class yeah it'll, it'll, it'll be, be i think it'll be way more interesting that way yeah so for sure. um 
Yeah, but I, I really do have no idea what I want to do at all. So for both of you, what was the highlight of your freshman year of college? I know it ended before you wanted it to end, but you, you still had a pretty good year. What was the highlight? What's the one one or two things that really stick out? Um, I mean, I have a lot, but first... It's been really fun living with Parker, especially because we have the exact same friends. Like we are in the exact same friend group, which I did not expect at all. I don't know if you did. No, I didn't. I didn't either. In fact, I told Parker, I remember this. It was July last July and I was like we're probably going to end up in different sororities we're I mean we'll be good friends but like we were just talking about kind of like our expectations like what we thought it would be like and sure enough the complete opposite of what I thought it would be like we we have been like so close together like we do I'm pretty sure we do almost everything together because yeah I think we do we have the exact same friends we got to eat we do we go to meal trade together we go eat at the dining halls I mean, it's just been, that's been really fun. And then also just meeting all my new friends. I feel like that's just been great. Yeah. And for background, and I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Parker. I'll, I'll throw oh, the question good. back at you in a minute. But for background, you guys didn't know each other. And uh, I didn't, our, Laura and I didn't know uh, Robert and Shannon, Mm-mm. but uh, Robert, I guess, listened to the podcast and heard me talking about you and Arkansas was one of your schools and seems like we had talked once before about Carson and some soccer stuff because uh-huh. Carson had at one point thought about we had talked about Carson playing for I think your club your former club in uh, in Memphis uh, Parker mm-hmm. Parker's a, a big time soccer player before she left high school yes. yeah I was back in my prime <laughs> but, but Carson we had talked about Carson going up there and, and anyway Robert had been kind enough to reach out and say here's who some people if you if you decide to do it here's some people you can talk to and so we 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 were acquaintances yeah uh, but you know we didn't know each other and and then when we you know when as it became more obvious that that Campbell was really looking at Arkansas and that Parker was beginning to look at Arkansas too and that, that for both of them it was a finalist we were like well you know let's at least just get them together so they'll have a familiar face there was never any at least in my mind i don't think in robert's mind either like hey let's force them to be roommates or whatnot it was yeah. just let's let them meet each other so that in the event that they are up there together there will be a, a familiar face if they yeah. pass each other well yeah. we're i remember we started texting in like march of junior year yeah junior year and we were like texting did you like arkansas like what do you think of auburn and I, I mean i had no interest in Ole miss but she was parker was texting me about Ole miss because obviously i'm familiar with it and she toured mississippi state as well but um yeah i, I think it, that i mean i pretty much decided on arkansas my junior year i just loved it so much so i was basically just waiting on parker to decide on arkansas <laughs> and i remember in october i was i was really involved in theater in high school and i was it was during a show and Parker texted me and she was like I just wanted to let you know that I've pretty much decided on Arkansas and sent like a bunch of pig emojis <laughs> and um I was like okay well if you decide to go like would you want to be roommates I still have the text I actually didn't you read them one night like yeah I, s- I have the screenshot of the text because I scrolled for an hour looking for yeah that you text. scrolled for so long yeah and yeah. we found it and Parker was like yes like actually when people ask who my roommate's gonna be I say it's some girl from Oxford <laughs> um yeah but it's just been crazy like how it's all it's just really been i don't really know what i expected for my freshman year but this has like blown whatever expectation i had 
I never gave you a chance to answer, Parker. Yeah, what, Parker. What, what was your? What, oh, what were your highlights? Um, I mean, everything that Campbell said, basically, I second that. But I just really not a lot of people from well, a good amount from Memphis and the area go to Arkansas, and I have just enjoyed making my own friends, making a new group of friends. I mean, I loved my high school friends, but just kind of completely branching out and kind of starting over is kind of the right word just doing my own thing and i've enjoyed that yeah i agree obviously we'll all at some point we'll all get back into the cynical stuff where we're you know that's what human nature does i mean after 9 11 people were so patriotic and then it didn't after a while everybody was back republicans were fighting democrats and vice versa and, Mm -hmm. and all of that but you think initially in August for both of you when you get to when you get back to school and you get to see your friends and you get to do some stuff, you think you'll uh, appreciate it more than you would have before oh, this. Oh yes, for sure, absolutely. Like I think m- me and Parker both did not go to many. If football season happens as I hope it will, like me, we did not get. We went to one game. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure. Besides the Ole Miss game, we both went to um, in Oxford, but. We did not go to many games. If we did, we did not stay the whole time. But this year, like, I'm just... Yeah, like, I made you go to the one basketball game. Yeah, which the basketball game was really fun. I went with Parker to that, actually, too. Yeah, the Kentucky game. That was fun. uh Uh-huh. But next year, I'm just going to, like, take advantage of every opportunity I have to do anything. Yeah. I know, because you never, like... You always were like, oh, I won't do this tonight. There's plenty of other times yeah. to do that. But mm-hmm. now there, there actually were. Yeah, and I remember times like, to do that. like the second semester, I don't, I just kind of got tired of like going out all the time, like every weekend. And so I just be like, no, y'all, I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to watch my TV show. I'm, but I regret that so much now. <laughs> just yeah. like saying no. I said no. Probably now i think back and i'm like i wish i would have said yes to some of those things but now i won't i mean hindsight is 2020 so you can't really Mm -hmm. but yeah i think i'll for sure soak up every single thing even more come august yeah well parker thanks so much for the time i hope I, i hope to both of you that uh that august is exactly what you just described and i know that i speak for uh lots of other people all over the place that are listening to this whose kids may don't maybe don't go to arkansas maybe they go to Ole miss or they go to tennessee or mississippi state or wherever the case may be everybody's hoping the exact same thing so um again thanks happy easter to you tell uh, you. tell your mom and dad and your sister that uh we said hello and uh we'll talk to you soon okay thank you see you later Campbell. bye bye that was uh, Parker Sheeran. We'll, uh, so Campbell and Caroline will switch uh, places here. So Caroline, be careful. Watch all the wires. And uh, I'll tell you real quick. Yeah, make sure you step over that one. I'll tell you real quick. This podcast also brought to you by Community Mortgage. It's located. I already told you about Community. Never mind. Uh, it's brought to you. Community is good, by the way. JLo at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Strategic Partners and Media. SPM is a full-service advertising agency. It works with businesses of all types, big or small. Fortune 500 companies to startups. SPM can help your advertising needs for TV, radio, print, and every facet of social and digital media. Look, here's why SPM is really good and different than other ad firms. They handle everything in-house. They don't sub their work out. The writing, the production, and the editing is done solely by their staff, crafted uniquely for their clients. And lastly, it's an Ole Miss grad and a Mississippian who's a partner in the firm. So get in touch with them. Give them a call and see how great they are. It's Austin at strategicpartnersmedia.com. I failed to tell you that Parker Sheeran joined us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline.
Uh, I should have some Rafters news to you. I talked to uh, my friend Hudson Chadwick of Rafters uh, last week. So we'll have some, I think, some pretty cool Rafters stuff to you. Just please remember that when we get back to normal and uh, people can get back out again and enjoy uh, restaurants and stuff like that, Remember, uh, Rafters, they've been with MPW Digital for a while now, and uh, we want you to take care of them, too. So when things do get back to normal and you come back to Oxford, um, head over to Rafters. Enjoy uh, all their big screens, all their drink specials, the great burgers and uh, po' boys and all the stuff on their menu. And don't forget, every Sunday when we get back to normal, they are home of the Bluegrass Brunch. Starts at 1045. Homemade biscuits, chicken and waffles, uh, mimosas, Bloody Marys, all of that and more. A lot of times live bluegrass music. And uh, it's Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. All right, Caroline McCready has moved into the big seat. Caroline, for those of you who don't know, is a junior at Oxford High School. She's, I know, like Campbell and them are, are uh, nervous about August. She's nervous about August, too, because August starts her senior year. So I'm curious with you. Make sure you talk closer to the mic because they won't hear you otherwise. I'm curious with you. You were so busy this spring, early in the spring. You had, you had, uh, you were preparing for nationals with Oxford High School. Caroline's a dancer. She's with the Chargerettes, the world's greatest dance team. And uh, you were preparing for nationals in Orlando. You also had Deborah Kay, your dance group. You also have a lot of, uh, you have a very academically challenging junior year. And you were getting ready for the ACT. So you had a lot on your plate. And, I live in the same house with you, but I didn't see you much. I'd see you in the morning, and I'd say, what's on your schedule? And you'd tell me, and I'd say, see you tonight. And you'd show up at 8.30, and you'd grab a bite to eat. We might visit with you for five minutes, and then you were off. How much, because I don't know that you and I ever had the conversation. Campbell and I had it a few times about coronavirus and stuff. You and I never really had a chance to talk. How much was coronavirus, COVID-19, all of that stuff on your radar because you were down in Orlando, what, about a week before all hell broke loose? Yeah, March so, 5th. So how much was this on your on your radar? How much were you and your friends talking about it, thinking about it, anything? I honestly had no idea. It was just kind of like a joke almost with like people my age. Like nobody really thought it was coming. Um, and then I was in Disney World and everybody was freaking out about it like putting on germex all the time washing their hands all the time and and then it got serious but it really did not get super serious until like my 17th birthday it was just like everything started just to shut down and it got serious then yeah your birthday was march the 13th and it was it was spoiled (laughs) yeah it was still good but it was definitely different and i had also been working um i work at a t-shirt store on the square called jcg um and it was really empty nobody was on the square i don't know it was just different and then my 17th birthday came around campbell was going to throw me a surprise birthday party um and then the night she got home she was like okay caroline i'm going back to fayetteville tomorrow to pack up um and i was like okay then what about tomorrow night because i thought i was going to water valley to a crawfish place with campbell and then two of my best friends gracie and megan um and she was like well you actually have a surprise birthday party tomorrow night lost pizza um but i still had a good birthday i went to breakfast with my friends and then hung out went to get coffee with another friend at starbucks and then 
I mean, pretty much all you can do. And then we went to Lost Pizza for dinner. And then my best friend Gracie spent the night. But it was still a good birthday. It was just very different. It'll definitely be one to remember. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll tell that story for years and years and years to come. Um, so can't remember. It's hard for me to remember when Oxford High made their announcement. I guess they were on spring break when all of yeah, this happened, right? Yeah, it was right? also my birthday that yeah. they announced it. So you, they, they said... And Mississippi still hasn't announced the inevitable. I mean, not maybe they're, I, who knows? But they announced, hey, we're going to add another week. And I think I probably told you, you're not going back anytime soon. What was what was that like? Because I mean, I know in high school, especially especially late in high school, is fun. Mm-hmm. Junior it's and so senior fun. year of high school is fun, and you get to be around your friends and stuff all the time. And there was a lot going on, and you were getting ready for the prom and yep. all of that stuff. As, as you began to realize that, hey, these things are these things are not going to happen. What was that? What was that like? Oh, it was kind of denial. Like I didn't really believe it. I felt like I was in a dream for a few days because it was like it was starting to get bad. Probably the eleventh and twelfth. And on my birthday, we got the like the email from our principal that we were out until maybe it might have been March twenty seventh or I something. I think that sounds right. Um, and so I was with a friend. She had come over here. We were just hanging out, um, and then it was just, like, super hard to believe because I did not – I mean, honestly, I didn't really – I did not feel any emotions then. I was just – I don't know. It was just different. But then whenever it was pushed to April the 20th, that's when it started. Like, the emotions started to set in because that was my prom. That was um, my senior tryouts for my dance team. That was the rest of my competition season for my studio. And then it's just, like, done. And it's hard to like, I don't know. What's it been like going from going a thousand miles an hour to probably being kind of bored? Yeah, I go from usually in the spring semester, I dance about 28 hours a week. Plus, I'm in my junior year of high school. So I dance. I mean, I have four AP classes. So I'm extremely busy. Like, I don't know what it's like to have free time. Plus, um, I was usually out of town every weekend or something. I would have either a dance competition. I went to visit Campbell in Fayetteville um, and hung out with her friends for a weekend. Um, I went to Disney World. And so then now it's like I literally don't have anything to do. But I have been very busy. Today has been actually very hectic. I had a test and then I had to do two big assignments. Ended up getting kicked out of my test. Had to redo it. Oh, then. Wi-Fi died yeah Yeah. which is normal for now I'm having to get used to that but um yeah it's me too it's definitely been it's been nice to have a break I've still had dance classes still had online school obviously but I've had more free time and been able to sleep more because I really don't get to during the school year um especially my junior year but it's also been a nice break for my body because I had been literally dancing all the time from January to March so how have you? Uh, how has online school been? Other than the Wi-Fi problems, has it been? It's been pretty challenging. I mean, you you're a straight A student, and you pretty much know that now you've got straight A's because they've announced that they're not going to drop anybody's grades because obviously there's kids in Oxford, you know, especially out in some of the rural areas that they either don't have Wi-Fi or their Wi-Fi is super spotty, and it's not their fault. And so what's what's that been like? Or do you feel like you've, I don't know, been cheated out of some college preparation and that kind of thing um well what's good is that i took the act on february the 25th i'm glad that i had not planned on taking it like there was a test date on april 4th and then i'm pretty sure they've canceled the june date it was like maybe june the 7th um 
So it's, yeah, thank God you went ahead and took I it. I know. I'm glad I took it because then I would not, I don't know, it would have been very difficult and I would have not been able to take it to my senior year. Um, but online school, it's been hard. It's just been a hard adjustment because really, um, I still have AP tests to do. I have to take them at home now. And um, we found out on Friday, the past Friday, that like April 3rd, yeah, that was last Friday, we found out like our new AP testing and how that's going to work. They've gone from three and a half hours to 45 minutes and we're having, they're having to calculate in time where we can upload our responses um i have ap biology ap statistics ap spanish and ap english three i have to write an essay from home i have to record myself speaking in spanish from home i have to i don't know i have to it's going to be difficult um, but we're still preparing so i still have tests and quizzes and stuff it's definitely easier my grades are definitely way higher but um yeah it's been fine what about the dance i know you miss it yeah, I miss it a lot, but I've had classes pretty much every single day uh, with my dance studio, Deborah Kay. Um, Chargerettes, our season was over, so I don't have anything for that, but we're just kind of waiting until we hear about tryouts because those are probably going to be online. But you were excited about the camp. You guys always yeah. go to Mississippi State for camp in June. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work, but I read something yesterday that all the summer camps are canceled now yeah. in Mississippi State, so yep. that's done. Um <laughs> Which that's always kind of miserable. UDA camp, that's what it's called. Because you literally don't sleep and you dance all day long. Um, and your feet literally hurt so bad. So it'll be okay. And we can have like, maybe we can like mimic a camp at home with um, like rebelettes or something. But yeah, it's definitely, I miss it so much. And my dance competitions have been canceled. Except I'm holding hope that the one... Um, that was rescheduled for like May 29th still can happen and our recital can just be extremely postponed um, and maybe we can have it in the summer so that our season's just like it's not to an end but we can have still something to do um yeah if you don't get to do that stuff what I know you're a junior You'd much rather be a junior right now than a senior. Yeah, You've definitely. got a bunch of friends that are seniors on yeah. the Chargerettes that have been some of your closest friends. When I mean, we were just talking to Campbell and Parker and they're freshmen. You're a junior. The kids that are seniors that are missing not just their junior prom, but they're missing their senior prom. They're missing graduation ceremonies. Yep. They're missing all that stuff. You know some of those people. How's it impacting them? Um, I talked to some of them yesterday, actually. It was one of my good friends. It was her 18th birthday yesterday. Um, and she was saying how she was, she wanted it to be such a memorable day because it's her 18th birthday. She was going to be at school on that day, get to see her friends, um, had just had prom. But yesterday we Zoomed. We had a big Zoom call for her um, because there wasn't a way for us to be able to like parade by her house, but we were still going to try and do something. Um, but it's, I think it's so difficult for them because they don't have senior parties like they wanted. Um, and also some of them are still making decisions on colleges, which it's late, but still some are. I have a friend that was just accepted into Dartmouth. Um, and she didn't know if she's going to be accepted into one of those schools. And so it's hard because they don't know. And so they're having to now go and make sure their colleges are planned plan their dorm room 
and everything it's just it's just hard for them they don't have a prom they don't know anything about graduation yet they can't see their friends they can't say goodbye to their teachers or their friends here um and they had no idea that their last day of school was the friday before spring break plus some of the chargerette girls we left early for disney um what was good about chargerettes is that we finished the season and then it all happened but for one of my friends hayden who dances at deborah k with me my studio um and she's also trying out for a college dance team. Now she has to try out online. Um, and she does not know about competitions, does not know about recitals. And she had no idea that her season was ending. And it's hard to go um, to be dancing. It's basically like a family. Like I'm literally always with them. I'm with them more than I am with my actual family sometimes. So it's hard to just like leave them. And you don't, you aren't ready to leave them. You yet. don't get the closure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for you, I know this summer you were going to look at some schools. You've, yep. you've looked at some schools. I'm not putting you on the spot here on a podcast. Uh, but does this, it looks like those, those kind of things, at least at all the schools that you've talked about, that's not going to happen this summer. Does it change what you do early in the fall? And I, cause I know your fall, especially if everything goes the way you want it to go is going busy. to be super busy. Well, I was planning on after nationals when I was kind of calming down, my school year was going to calm down and dance was going to calm down. I was planning on touring Ole Miss and touring Mississippi state. I've definitely narrowed it down um, between Ole Miss and Arkansas. I was just going to look at Mississippi state since it's in state and I have some friends going. Um, but now I guess I will go tour in August and September. Um, when the students get back and I can kind of see what it's like. I definitely want to tour, tour Ole Miss. Um, I've already toured Arkansas, but I'm pretty sure on where I want to go, but I want to make sure, but it's definitely postponed like when I'm going to make the decision and just every decision. So we were going over to see my parents, your grandparents, uh, the other day, socially distance, see them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about, football season and obviously with what I do I talk to a lot of people about football season basically praying to uh, any and all gods that there is a football season and you said there better be a senior I better have a football season that's my senior how much do you worry at all when you hear people talk about it do you worry about you know, I mean, I, I'm focused on the college season and people are focused on pro seasons and your brother wants to see a major league baseball season and all that stuff. But how much do you worry about a high school season happening? Um, right now, honestly, I have hope that it'll happen. Maybe it'll start later, which would be nice because it would not be so insanely hot outside because um, I do have to like my dance team. We have to have makeup on hair done uniform and it's hot in August um, and September. But it's just it's my senior year and I really want to have like a normal football season and like normal homecoming week, normal yeah. senior night Pep like rallies, like, all yeah, the stuff. I would suck if it did not happen because it's just hard because I've been like waiting for that time. I've also been dreading like my last time to be able to dance like my senior night. It's hard because like, even it's hard just to watch like the seniors this year leave. Um, but like, I really want it to be normal to where I can, have you know just what i've been looking forward to like the normal senior night normal everything does this change the way you look at stuff definitely in what way like i'll definitely um enjoy school i usually dread school don't enjoy it there um but after i left it's like 
like the first day of online classes when we all had to get on zooms it was so fun like i had like i cried of laughter on two <laughs> zoom calls um because it's just fun to see all my friends like it was seeing my friends all my classmates um because some of the classmates i don't really talk to outside of school but it was really fun to like see our teachers again and see our classmates again it was funny and um definitely i'm gonna like love to see them again it'll be a lot of fun to be back at school and also dance it's definitely hard to dance on carpet without a mirror <laughs> having to move my furniture around um i can't really do much I you won a dance award recently thanks to some family members so i mean i you oh, know, yeah i did you know, when the i won a free private for my dance studio with my dance video with my dad and carson but yeah I'll we were awesome i've definitely um taking advantage of being able to go to school and go to dance um yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun to go back just ask parker and campbell this they're a little older than you obviously and they don't really know the answer and most 17 year olds and you just turned 17 most 17 year olds don't know the answer to this either but this has probably made you kind of keep up with the world a little bit more with mm -hmm. what's going on has it has it sparked any ideas in your mind about things that you might be interested in um not really because i've always just been i'm very into spanish i'm in basically spanish five that's what level i'm in um and then next year i'm gonna plan to take a class at ole miss if things keep you know getting better um a spanish class at ole miss with some of my classmates this year that are also juniors in ap spanish um so i've always been interested in international business um and possibly i've thought about going to law school um after that either at Ole Miss or at another school. I don't really know, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, did, did make you, would, how, assuming there's no vaccine or something by August, September, how nervous will you be about being around lots of people, being in crowds? I mean, you're young, you're healthy, but obviously you're around other people who are older and things like that. I mean, do you, do you catch yourself being nervous about that part? I think so. I think it'll be like, because I'll even be watching TV and see someone hug and I'm like, oh my gosh, don't do that. But I realized that that was filmed like months ago and that was okay then. But now it's it's weird. Like I don't want to touch anyone, don't want to high five. One of my friends brought me some cookies the other day and we had to touch elbows. Like I could not hug her um, or anything. We had to stand apart. I went to visit my best friend the other day and she stood outside the car. I sat in the car um, and we talked and it's just different. So I feel like it'll be weird to go back and I'll be kind of scared to be in crowds like at school and at dance. And um, it's going to take a while for stuff like that to feel normal again. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone will be like germaphobes for a while and not want to touch anyone, not want to be in crowds. Like concerts will be weird and football games will definitely be weird. And they'll have to, I mean, it's not just going to go back to normal in August and everybody can go crowd again. It'll have to probably take some time to get the crowds back to normal because I don't know. I know you're kind of a, a leader in your group. Don't name names, but some of your friends had a more difficult time than others um has everybody been okay I, everyone's pretty much been okay we've made sure we talk to each other i've had like group facetimes every day to work on schoolwork. like this morning i took a test with two of my friends caden and Catherine. um and i mean it's been hard to not be able to see your friends but 
we're just all excited. We, it's very fun now to talk to each other over FaceTime and Zoom and everything. Um, we've had more Zoom calls. We've done something fun with the dance studio that I've been in charge of with a baby doll. It's absolutely ridiculous, but it's funny because the little girls are obsessed with it and it's fun. Um, but yeah, it's been hard and everyone's had moments where they've had meltdowns and been upset, but um, definitely it's it's we just know it's going to be okay. All right, last thing. We uh, Chargerettes got robbed at State, finished second. Mm-hmm. What do we have to do? Who do we have to pay off? What has to happen to win the state championship that we have so richly deserved? The well, last I definitely couple of years? think we can do it. The, my dance team, Chargerettes, is a new dance team. Like, it's, I think we're on maybe our seventh year, which is new. Like, all these teams have been, you know, for maybe 20 years or even longer than that they've been around and they've been competing and um we've done because like my freshman year we placed fifth and then my junior year we placed second that's a big jump um and so I definitely think we can get first I hope we do this year Um, I'm gonna definitely try and um push my team to get it and hopefully we can that's Carolina McCready Carolina as always thank you love you Thank you. I love you. Uh, That does it for this edition of The Beer Garden presented by Oxford Crystal. Don't forget, Oxford Crystal is open for delivery. It's also open for drive-through. We appreciate them. We also thank Clark Ford and uh, LBs and all the people, Community Mortgage, all the people that make The Beer Garden possible. For uh, Campbell McCready, for Parker Sheeran, for Caroline McCready, I'm Neil McCready. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Beer Garden. Uh, Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll have some sports to talk about soon. And uh, when we do, we'll bring it here, right here on the Beer Garden, presented by Oxford Crystal. Until then, happy Easter, everyone. Stay safe. Take care.